other than that. Wacky and wild day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a wild day you had. I know oh. you picked like my most uh boring day to do that for. Go get a pillow. The you only what go you tell the me. The only thing that's funny is uh uh we we use uh government internet, but we have to it we had a deal with them before because uh we have to do editing work on it. So we can't really have all the blocks they have usually mm -hmm. because it slows it down too much for it to be like usable for editing. So up until like this year, they were fine with that, but now they're like putting all the blocks up. So I literally have the last computer that is not blocked up. And it is only because I'm always in there and the IT guy is too scared to tell me to move. He's too scared. So yeah, he won't tell me to move. Uh, that's what my boss said, too. He's like, as long as you sit in there, he won't ask you to move. What? And it, so far, he's been right. He won't ask me to move. <laughs> what does that mean? He's afraid to ask you to move? Yeah, he's scared of me for some reason. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to all men that you can do as much CrossFit as you want. And you'll still be scared of me. <laughs> does he do a lot of CrossFit? He does. But he's scared he's, of me. So what good does it does do? CrossFit, but he's scared. What is he? What's he afraid you're gonna do? He's scared. I'm gonna be like, I'm not moving. You punk ass bitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, well, that's a good. You had a good day. It sounds like. Yeah. Learned people are scared of me. Didn't uh -huh. do much work. Say. <laughs> And then I'm wearing I'm wearing my Pacers hat because Pacers, you know. I love Pacers stuff. Oh, I always buy yeah. Pacers stuff. Um, uh, I have so Pacers, many just yeah. random Pacers shirts. I feel the best about because Pacers is like they're the, they're Indiana team. They've been you know they've been here forever. Uh, they've been like they nobody cares about them at all to the point where I think it's uh you know actively like why or why are you doing this to yourself you know what i mean why are you a why are you a pacers fan you know it's not that bad but it's like nobody's like mad at you it's just like really what are you doing to yourself you know what are you doing, um, what are you doing to we're not even sure the colts are a real team <laughs> have you ever heard them be out there because i haven't <laughs> i saw them on tv once it's the team I hear the least about, which is funny for being like, I live in Indiana. So it's like, I like that. I, I said a second ago, I live in Louisville because you live close. Enough to I, it. I know I live right on the border. So I say both mm -hmm. and people get mad about it. Um, but I do technically live in Indiana, but it's very funny. I never hear anything about the Colts ever. Like I, if they're playing, I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. Like I don't hear a shit about them. I it's all Bengals. It's all Joe Burrow. Yeah, they were they were Manning's team, and then you know Manning left. That's uh, true. You heard about them when Manning was there, and Manning yeah, I mean, is still all over. Uh, like uh, our air. Like when I walk around like a grocery mm -hmm. store, you still see cardboard cutouts of Manning everywhere. Do you? We're just in mourning. <laughs> we're in mourning. I think. Yeah, and then Andrew Luck died, and then that was sad. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get the same love as Peyton. I don't know. Our... I loved him. I loved well, you him did. I'm talking about like well, they're it, wrong. Like they're all wrong. 
like Indiana wide. They're all wrong. I don't I think he uh, I think that he did. I mean, the booing was unfortunate when he retired. <laughs> but you know what? You you see what your fans do. You know, I'm not saying those fans were correct to boo. You see what your fans do, okay? It's like they're like, I can't believe these Colts fans. It's like you your fans would do the same thing if your <laughs> star quarterback retired during a pre the last preseason game before the season starts after years of and yes we did murder him um yes. it is our fault he died so it's not like we have anything to say about that either but it's not not the best feeling to be hopeful about a season and then have your quarterback uh retire in the preseason not Some a good say feeling. that his ghost is still bicycling around <laughs> downtown Indianapolis. He's a he's a wonderful man, and he does not he deserves way better than the Colts. He deserves way better than football. Um, you know, he's up in heaven now, looking down on all of us and smiling, and that's beautiful. Well, let's uh, move on from sports and talk about our topic because it's a school <laughs> night. Uh, okay, so it's yeah, because I gotta get. I got to cook some hash. Um, now, we did an episode about... Uh, we did an episode about Gremlins. Um, Gremlins has two parts. Gremlins 1 and Gremlins 2. There is no Gremlins 3. It's been years since Gremlins 3. Uh, we wrote Gremlins 3. It was really good. Um, We've gotten a cease and desist from Joe Dante because he is nervous because he basically said not today. <laughs> and I said I but say, when and then he I got the say, restraining order. I, I most of everything we said before this could be cut, but this is neighbor's trash. <laughs> um this is a show not for anybody. It's actively uh pushes people away. That's why we do that whole beginning, because we don't want anyone to steal our ideas, but we want them to be recorded. I um, wish you'd quit it, saying that. Saying what? That the show's bad. That's the joke of the show. It's not bad. It's, I'm not. I don't really think it's bad. I just think it's. <laughs> I'm in tears over here. <laughs> um, I'm huddled in the corner here like a weirdo. Um, that's where Joe Dante's gonna find you. Yeah. Oh, he's frozen <laughs> to death. Um. <laughs> so, Joe Dante, what the fuck? Joe Dante, there's a cat that just screams outside of our window now. It's <laughs> insane the sound of this cat makes. Um, Joe Dante then followed this up. He probably did other stuff, but you know I'm not following Joe Dante's career. You know, um, he then creates this film. The film is called Small Soldiers, and uh, it delighted the nation um for years you know it was huge the marketing for small soldiers is huge. huge the movie itself not i feel so like much. we've talked we've talked about small soldiers before i don't know if we had a full episode or maybe we talked about we might have talked about like happy meal toys or something but because we talked about small oh, we soldiers definitely marketing. Did. i think we have an episode about it i don't think did I we think have a small out. soldiers episode? i think it came out like last month <laughs> No, I don't think it came out that long ago, but I remember because I you watched said you had it. to watch. Oh, okay. I think we did talk about small soldiers, but this yeah, I, it doesn't matter because we're talking about small soldiers too. Right. This is a different uh, topic. So we wrote. We didn't write small soldiers. We watched it. 
We had some thoughts. And Joe Dante has been dragging his feet on uh on a small soldiers two, you know? And he's kind of said that he's like, well, as long as Paul and Kelly don't write one, I'll be fine because no one else is going to come up with a good enough idea. And we said, fuck off, Joe Dante, you sack of shit. That's what we said. We sent him a letter that said that. <laughs> and now we're going to write, uh, we're going to not write, we're going to write Small Soldiers mm-hmm. 2. That doesn't really roll off the tongue like Gremlins 2 does. We're having, um, a one-sided argument with Joe Dante, but we keep sending him letters like he had started it. <laughs> so he keeps getting letters that just says, fuck you, you sack of shit from us. <laughs> and then he's like, must have deserved it. And must've, then yeah. he goes back into his apartment and he sits on his floor and cries. <laughs> and records a podcast episode. I just don't <laughs> understand why everyone hates you so much. Attention, Paul and Kelly, please stop. <laughs> Please, just, just. I know you uh, don't think you're hurting my feelings because I'm so big and powerful, but you are. Can I ask you this question? What does yeah. Joe Dante look like? Well, his image was the cover of our last episode. He is a oldish man with white hair. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oldish. So, uh, first off, the name Small Soldiers 2, I don't like that. Um, I don't think it's a very good name. Well, that's what it's called. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, I guess that's not part of the conversation. Um, So, we're going to just jump ahead from there. (laughs) and um, I'm laying on some portraits. Fuck, my back. Um, Okay, so. Where do we pick? Where do we start here? These cats are so say say what happened. Oh my fucking god! Say (laughs) say what happened in Small Soldiers One. You want me to tell you what happened? Okay, so there was just the gist. Okay, there's these toys um, that were being produced. Uh, with real military technology in them because uh, one scientist man uh, who wasn't David Cross, it was the other guy. Jay Moore. Um, what's his name? Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Um, he ordered a bunch of chips that weren't supposed to be ordered uh, under the account of David Cross. And military grade. Military grade. Military and grade. They get put into these toys, um, and I believe the thought process was they built so they built the the Gorgonites, which were very peace. They're a very peaceful uh, creature. I believe they were kind of created to be sort of a Washington generals type, right? They're just they're designed to get their ass kicked by the Gorgonites. Were programmed to hide and lose was their big thing. Yeah, and so David Cross had designed the. Gorgonites and Jay Moore had designed the soldiers, the commando elite. And um, so originally they had two separate ideas and they were trying to, they were pitching both of their ideas in front of the board and they Mm -hmm. were, and 
the board instead decided to combine them, make the commando elite, the heroes and the little freaks he called the Gorgonites. He wanted them to be what they were fighting. But um, David Cross still made them to hide and lose. So basically they make these toys, they put these uh, military grade computer chips in them, and then they um, distribute a few to stores, but they haven't been sold yet. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that is when Alan and his family come in and they own a very tiny toy shop. And I was texting you about this a couple days ago before we even decided to do this because I was just randomly Mm -hmm. watching Small Soldiers. It's very funny that they're not consistent with how this family fits into this town at all because they keep saying like uh, Kirsten Dunst's character calls Alan new and says that like she hasn't even met them yet. He hasn't even started school with them. But yet mm. they seem very lived in in their house. So their their house is very lived in. They already have a store up and running downtown in the city that they're in. He already oh. has a fucking feud with his neighbor. Wait a minute. Didn't he go to like military school or something? Didn't he get kicked out of another school? Isn't he, that did, he did, but they but were they new move. in town. I'm pretty were sure they, they moved. Did we, they were new because he said she again? said he. No, no. She said you just moved in in the because mm. even if he went to military school, Paul, he'd still know her if she was his neighbor or his whole life. I don't know. I he don't said know you just neighbor. moved in. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> I don't know my Continue. Neighbor. Okay. Right. Um, so anyway, so um yeah, they send these uh oh god, they send these toys out. Uh this store randomly gets um the son of the family there's a dad he owns a toy store it's a very like old-fashioned toy store you know this is the 90s um and they're sort of like throwback toy store and he has a rule for no war toys no war toys um and the son is this kind of rebellious kid even though they gave him like full responsibility to run the store and he seems to be doing a pretty good job um he though you know he sees these cool toys and he's like well my dad he's not gonna his business isn't gonna stay open if uh if he keeps uh running the store this way so he's like give me some of these i'm gonna sell them and he takes the soldiers and the uh i believe he takes the gorgonites too right yeah he takes one of each so he has all the characters Mm. basically which okay. is going to play really well into all the characters being present in the film. So he takes both of them. He sets up the whole display. He's planning on selling them all before his dad gets back from his trip. Yeah. So he's in charge of the store. And then all hell breaks loose because the commando elites think that they are the commando elites. And they think that they are actually fighting the Gorgonites. Right. So they start actually fucking fighting. And then um, the whole ta- like the these two families get involved in this. These toys are destroying their little cities. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. start to fight them. They finally, um, they finally get a, I think some kind of satellite, some kind of shield blocks out the military ships and it fries. They find the weakness in the chips. And so it fries all them and they fall down and they die. But they find out at the end that the Gorgonites, because they were programmed to hide, hid under a satellite that blocked these rays. And so the Gorgonites Mm -hmm. are all still intact and um, still have their chips working. And Alan sends them off to where they think Gorgon is. 
mm-hmm. across the little river in one of the big boats that is an old boat from the actual mm-hmm. old toy mm-hmm. store. So when we end Small Soldiers 1, the Gorgonites all still fully intact or put together as best as they could from when they got destroyed are sailing to Gorgon. And the Commando Elite, as far as we know, are all completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so yeah, that's where we are. So those toys are out there. And yeah, these are highly, uh, highly advanced, uh, you know, artificial intelligence. So they are, they're, they're sailing. They're all friends. Uh, there's several different wacky creatures. And yeah, all the, uh, all the small soldier toys uh, are dead. So we now... Well, going into Small Soldiers 2, we have a couple questions we need to answer. Um, I have... We... Okay, oh, go ahead. Go ahead with no, your you questions, because I just I have an idea of where we would start, but uh, okay. you said you had questions. So what questions? Question. My question okay. is, where do we start? Where do we start? And I, I have an answer for you, Paul. So, okay. they're, uh, at the end, as I said before, they are sailing across this tiny, probably just like a pond in someone's yard, to where mm-hmm. Archer has decided Gorgon is. So, because these are actually toys, even though they don't know they are, and they have mm-hmm. these same military-grade chips in them that were destroyed by um, by that, that wave, mm-hmm. I think that where we should pick up is finding the Gorgonites in where they believe Gorgon, where they have made... They've made a town, basically, and they were thriving... But I think that there should be a a malfunction within the chips of the Gorgonites that is slowly malfunctioning and they are no longer like what they were programmed to be. So they're slowly, I think that they should be mixing maybe with the Commando Elite's code or something, Mm -hmm. something's just going wrong in general, because I think that we should start Small Soldiers 2 with the Gorgonites as the villains. Hmm. Interesting choice. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. I think uh, that the Gorgonites should stay the the heroes of the story. But they'll be... they'll turn the heroes. But I think that they should start as the villains. They start as the villains, and then what though? Like, does someone else pick up being the villain and they turn, or does somebody have to fix them, or what's the what's the issue? All right, tell me your idea. Okay. I don't have one, but here's what I'm thinking. We, the Gar- like you said, the Gorgonites are off somewhere. They're chilling out somewhere. Um, it, it, we'll have a very Gremlins 2 type situation where whatever the fuck is it, it's probably Billy, whatever the main character's name is. Alan. 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 Yeah, of course <laughs> it's Alan. Um, he is going to Gremlins 2 style be uh in a relationship or married to Kirsten Dunst's character whose name is Christy. Christy. So Christy and Alan are married. Um Alan is kind of taking his inspiration and uh he's he's wanting to build toys, you know. He's uh he's taking after his family's business, but you know, he's like, Dad, I, I can't live in the past with you. I gotta I gotta make some advanced toys. So he's sort of building toys for his dad. I um, don't want your life. We could do <laughs> it's a ways later we could do something sad, like the dad's passed away or something. And no, I don't like that at all, just because of Phil Hartman. I know that he wasn't Alan's dad, 
but I do know I don't want any death. Okay, no death. So Apologies. his dad is as old and as as mean as he was in the first one. And <laughs> Perfect. he's just like, Alan, ugh, we can't sell your beautiful new toys here because I have to sell this garbage nobody wants. And Alan shoots um, his dad. He's dead <laughs> as hell. Alan, Alan pulls a gun out and shoots his dad. And he has to flee in the woods. And who does Alan find in the woods? But the Gorgonites. And, oh, what if we did this, though? <laughs> we don't see who shoots the dad. We just see the the confrontation. And it becomes like a murder mystery. And the Gorgonites... <laughs> Does it pull out where he's struggling? He goes, oh, no, it's you. Yeah, it's like, well, he, sa- he hears somebody coming in. He's like, Alan, is that you? And he goes, what are you doing here? And he's like, <laughs> it's just basically who shot Mr. Burns. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's, you know, uh, they, they took that from other stuff. He's like, Wait a minute. And then they, they shoot him and then the police knock on Alan's door and they're like, you're we're arresting you for the murder of your father. And then Alan and he like, goes, what? I didn't murder anyone last night is what he said. <laughs> last night. <laughs> He's like, we didn't say it was last night. He's like, well, are you talking about my Monday murders? That was Monday. You should have gotten here faster. I didn't murder my dad. The statute of limitations is over, buddy. It's two days for <laughs> murders. It's Wednesday now. <laughs> two so, days for murders, I think, is the general. <laughs> so two days for murders. He, he got away with the earlier murders. But... That'd to be funny his... if he just says that it's two days for murders and the cops like, why I oughta? <laughs> hey, you got us there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Always so... know the law. <laughs> um, yeah, Alan's Alan's scared though because he has murdered others, and <laughs> <laughs> he did murder someone on Monday. It just wasn't his dad, so he's got to get out of town. <laughs> or not Monday, Tuesday. He murdered someone on Tuesday that wasn't his dad. So um, that's the thing. The cops come. He's like, you're under, you know, we're investigating the murder of. And he's like, uh, your dad. And he's like, oh, phew, not the guy I murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so Alan's like, oh, 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 I better get out of here. Because if they start investigating, they might figure out I murdered this other guy. <laughs> and. But it's he, been two days. So how scared is he really? No, th- no, he murdered someone else. He, I know two days ago. No, 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 no. He murdered someone on Tuesday as well. They only know about. Oh, the and it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. So he has a day to stay off the radar. Exactly. Well, he he would have been fine if he didn't murder anyone on Tuesday, but he went ahead and murdered someone Tuesday. <laughs> so now, if they find out, but it's like they're not investigating that; they're investigating his dad's murder. Um. So he flees into the woods and he's like, I got to get away because, you know, (laughs) because, you know, that would be a fun line for him to actually say, (laughs) I got to get away because, you know, well, you saw the beginning of the movie. You know why. Alan. Alan. Who does he stumble across, though, in the middle of the woods? The Gorgonites and Gorgon. And it turns out 
but they've kind of built a little city and they all live there and they've uh, put some chips into some other, they've kind of figured out their technology, you know, similar to what the soldiers did in the first one. They sort of, yeah, this, chip. do you think someone did one of the Gorgonites die for that? Or do you think they just learned to um, take out a chip, perform surgery, basically take out a chip, split it up and then put one back in. One of He'll the other be Gorgonites. One of the Gorgonites that's like a kind of Wizard of Oz type feature that's just kind of a head with tubes coming out of it. And he's kind of their god now. And he he he's the life force of every but everything in, in Gorgon. And he is his chip is fueling all of these new uh, residents of Gorgon. And they sort of just go find discorded toys. So it's sort of like the land of uh the whatever misfit toys uh from rudolph it's similar to that okay. situation where they go and they find like their whole thing is now that they're like well you know we were kind of cast away um uh, we're gonna we're gonna help you know toys that aren't wanted anymore um and so they've got a city that they've built and it's it's very peaceful you know they're gorgonites um and the the big head is uh, is fueling them, and then Alan shows up. Are you saying feeling or feeding? I said fu- fueling. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fueling them. It's I was like, what do you mean by feeling them? <laughs> no, it's it's pumping out the energy from the chip into the into the kind of. So it's kind of like a, an a full orb. It's not an individual person to person gorgon to gorgonite they've figured out a system maybe they live under similar to their big uh you know when they were into the satellite dish they live under something similar to that it's sort of like a dome okay uh, that they live under and then he they they he's transmitting like a grid you know okay so as long as you're in this little area you're you're good uh, if you get too far oh, away so from it. if you step out, <gasps> Paul, so that's where we can kind of min- uh, blend our ideas, I guess. If you step out, your chip malfunctions. Okay. okay and Alan yeah. is going to force one of them out by taking the toy with him. Okay. So yes. since they're all programmed to hide and lose, as soon as Alan comes, he's they're going to hide. Right. So they're hiding. He finds, I don't even, I don't know if Archer should be the main character this time around. Should we pick somebody else? Uh, I don't think so. You think Archer should be the main character? He's fun. His, his little thing he does is fun. Um, I would like to see. He's fun. I think that he, I think it would be fun to make him evil though. You, I, what's your, what is your hatred towards the idea of making him evil? Is it because you don't like to see the Gorgonites portrayed that way? Okay. What about this? So Alan comes to town. Alan's very selfish and he he doesn't understand. He's not very sympathetic, obviously, because he's murdered several people. <laughs> I already forgot about the murder. It's been two days. What are we? What are we? So he Who comes, are we to harp on it? And he's like, Archer, like, I need your help. I need your protection. And Archer's like, I can't leave here because if I leave, you know, okay, so that's one of the drawbacks right so they got this head with the fueling tubes um pumping into this dome situation and one of the drawbacks is that yes they bring these other creatures to life but if you are 
already one of the Gorgonites, you know, one of the original Gorgonites, it, it does, like you, you're saying, you're pitching, it sort of messes with your system a little bit. So it's 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 very balanced under the dome but once you leave it sort of gets corrupted because it's so used to having like this extra fuel um so oh uh, idea okay okay so kind of working with that so because of that um he's losing the power of hit of the the programming but he also has the memory of chip hazard so as he like if when he gets to the edge that's when you start hearing like tommy lee jones's voice again where he's kind of like he'll like suddenly be talking through archer and then he'll switch back and it'll be like oh what the fuck was that like that he he kind of has a little bit of chip hazard in him (gasps) oh okay okay to make this make sense to make this make sense when when they created the this area and they decided that they needed mm-hmm. like more power, they mm-hmm. harvested from yeah. the destroyed yeah. uh, commando elite. Yeah, and that 100%. that put that blends in the commando elite back in to this situation because we need both sides. We can't just we can't just have one, and I don't even think it would work to have a new villain. I think the I think the it worked as the commando elite versus the the or, or versus the the um coordinates. what about this okay so they go they get the chips from from the uh the commando elite and that's what's powering the city right because they've all uh-huh. been deactivated but they're still using their power right they don't have like they don't say have the same personality input or whatever it is in there um Alan comes along. He sees that they have this whole system set up. And he's like, oh, the Commando Elite, I can fix this now because he's a toy maker now. And he fixes it, but it like wakes up, like you're saying, I think. It wakes up the Commando Elite. So they've got like one of their heads in there. That's where all the tubes are coming from. Yes. And then he wakes up the Commando Elite. The Commando Elite, some of the Gorgonites will, so we'll kind of ditch the idea that you can't be too far away from the dome. Yeah. So some of the Gorgonites get away because we need them to be good guys. So they kind of come with Alan a little bit. They're away from the dome. Anybody else, there'll be a couple of the the stars from the first one um, that are still in the dome along with this army of, of toys that they found. And they get corrupted. Um, and then they are like, the, the Commando Elite guy is sending his, like, he's awake now. And he's like, I'm going to you know yeah chip hazard's coming back full force when he comes mm-hmm. back like we we get the shot of like just his head and you see like i think that we should have seen him in the distance a few times in like the opening mm-hmm. um where he's like kind of off to the side and you like see his eyes like kind of wonky or like something and then there's that like shot of like realization where it's on him and his chip is finally working again. And you right. see just both his eyes focus and his eyebrows go down like Tommy Lee Jones style. And he's just yeah. like fucking chip hazards, fucking back motherfuckers. Joe yeah. Dante's like, hell yeah. <laughs> Joe Dante is there. Says, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, chip hazard comes to life. He starts corrupting the toys. Um, or it can be a situation too that it's like he starts to pitch his thing, you know. So he's like, "Join me." It'll be sort of like a political thing where Archer is yeah. very much like the you know 
he's the soft-spoken you know peace peaceful person he doesn't want any you know he's trying to avoid conflict he's trying to avoid war and then yeah because they've been living in peace this whole time with just like with the gorgites and then this is when chip hazard starts getting people's head heads that something is coming that's going to take this all away oh and that is when they should see alan for the first time but alan probably doesn't interact with them and then that's when chip hazard can like actually be like see there's a threat because alan was nearby and Uh... about to disturb their peace and then that's when a few of the gorgonites are going to be like oh shit because i don't even know if they remember alan at this point because i think enough of their memory could have been wiped Mm -hmm. maybe maybe archer remembers alan but i don't think that for the sake of the story i think there should be a reason that the rest of the gorgonites are like i don't trust that man okay and then archer's just like alan Alan, I, I believe in Alan, and then they're like, "Oh well, we don't believe in you anymore," and then they they defect. And uh, why is of, he on uh, the side of the giant crazy man? <laughs> you gotta listen to me. He's saying shit like that. Um, it's weird though because Alan is so big; it's gonna be a weird scale situation. Uh, because Alan's just kind of out in the woods. I guess we'll make that work. Um, he he'll seem very threatening, like you said. Like a lot of, and this is where you'll get, like you said, we'll get a couple of the regulars on the other side. But this is mostly because a lot of these other toys are unaware. They uh, they're they don't like humans so much because they kind of got tossed away, and then also they see this big guy here, and they're like he's he's gonna kill us. He's a threat, you know. And they're like, Alan's very nice. Oh, yeah, the oak, they'll remember because I feel like the the misfit toys are gonna have like owners that were like Sid from Toy Story <laughs> or something where they're actually yeah, yeah. scared of him. Yeah. But exactly. the Gorgonites themselves are like, well, we never had that issue with people. It's just that except for the ones that got their their minds wiped, wiped clean. Yeah, that's the whole the time we're talking, I just see Joe Dante in the corner nodding, just being like, this is good <laughs> like, shit. Yes, yes, that's great. And he'll and start he'll... to ask a question and then we'll like flawlessly cover it. And he'll be like, fuck, mm-hmm. that's good. And then we'll we'll kind of have a go at now. Uh, do we want to keep it? Because Gremlins 1 went from little Gremlin town, uh, very quaint, you know, whatever, New England looking town um, to the big city. So is Small Soldiers 2 going to move to the big city or is it going to... uh, No, I don't think that Small Soldiers needs to go to the big city. Do you think it should be contained completely in the woods or do they come out of the woods at some point? The hero moment will be at the toy store, I think. This time around. But, okay. So we need a reason... We need a reason for them to band together. So they're against Alan, but mm-hmm. we need like a new, okay, so we need something new coming in that bands them together to fight. Hmm. Or we need some, we need, or we need Chip Hazard to join with something new related. We need a new element because okay, what we'll we're working like a, with. We'll, we'll- we'll do a um a situation like uh people will be like oh my god that's this is so true to life that's what they'll say to each other in the theater but <laughs> it'll be like a kind of a parody of uh you know apple releasing a new 
phone all the time. So they, whoever this company is that made these toys, um, and made these chips, they're like, we need to, we need to deactivate these chips because people aren't buying these new toys we're making because they still have these old toys. Um, so they're trying to put it this thing out. So they're kind of wiping these chips, destroying them, um, pretty much making them, uh, obsolete completely uh, they'll still be toys but they won't be you know be able to be activated you know so they got this big company that's uh they're trying to destroy all the toys you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know what you're saying um uh, so should the new toys be upgraded versions of these old toys they got hats and stuff like they have hats and <laughs> Jetpacks and like this is small... another <laughs> Simpsons moment. But yeah. He's got a hat. Got a new hat. It's just uh, Chip Hazard wearing a hat. That's the yeah, only difference. It the head is such a different size that it doesn't <laughs> fit on the old model. Like no matter what you do, it just does not fit. And it's and so you have to buy the new one to get the new hat. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. And they're like, well. Um, <laughs> I guess I don't know. This is we'll ha we'll have to do a lot of work here because we we've we've, uh, we've created too big of a situation before yeah, yeah. they they get to action. So I think we should scale it down a little bit. I think that the situation should be kind of like what you said that the the okay so they okay so Gorgon has become this place where they use those chips to fuel. Um, their entire city but like mm -hmm. you said the the toy company is coming out with the new brand so they are shutting down that department completely and shutting down all the chips that were previously working with um the the old models so they're mm -hmm. they oh okay paul okay so the fight is going to be between the the gorgonites the chip hazard dolls and this mega company. So instead of the toy store, the big fight's going to be at the actual factory where they were pitching mm. these original concepts and creating the toys. So I think that the, the showdown is going, the, the, the exposition is going to be the chip hazard awakening and Alan finding the toys and I think Alan should deliver the information that, that since he works at the toy store, he's going to be delivering the information that there's going to be a shutdown of the old toys. Right. He gets so, the new shipment in and he's like, yes. what's this? And they're like, oh. Or the yeah, catalog. I don't think they should be available okay. yet in the stores. Okay. But he's he gets the information. He knows where the Gorgonites are and he knows what's going to happen to them. Uh, so he goes to warn okay. them. We're, we're going to scratch all the murder. <laughs> I figured that was gonna probably <laughs> drop off. <laughs> Editor note: No more murders. He at the beginning he does murder someone, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come back. <laughs> Instead of an after credit scene, there's just a before credit scene of a murder, and then it just goes into the story, no questions asked. At the end of the movie, so I think like, you're under arrest. 
Alan, after like he saves the day for something, he's like, "You're under arrest for the murder of your dad." It's only been a day and a half, bitch. <laughs> and they won't explain the two-day rule at all. <laughs> Nobody will know what that line means. There'll just be one like, lawyer in the crowd that's like, "That's right, two days," and then everybody <laughs> will look at him and go, "Yes." Oh yeah, I do that. This too. guy. <laughs> He's just wearing a hat that says I'm a lawyer and we hire him to be in every theater. (laughs) That's true. Two days. Murderers are free to go. Yeah, but you can't solve it two days. You're good to go. Um, (laughs) But I do think that this is is a very, uh, this is a way better plot. So right now we have them, we still have the awakening of Chip Hazard um, because they're fooling with the, the, the chips. So this is when the Mm -hmm. chips are starting to be funky and so mm-hmm. it's kind of like bringing back the ones that had already been like passed and then they're all mm-hmm. kind of in the same area so they're all kind of like they uh, initially start an internal conflict between ship hat the soldiers and mm-hmm. the gorgonites and then alan comes gives them that news that he gets from his pamphlet that he gets shipped to the the toy store to tell him about new events Right. And then that's when they all realize that they have to take this conflict, band together, and take it to the motherfucking company, which I think is called Globotech. Yes. Or is that the Mr. Show? It's very similar because I think they're Globotech and I think Mr. Show is Globochem. But I think that they use the Globo because David Cross was in it, I think. Because it's, it's the same draw. logo. All the kids are like... <laughs> They referenced Mr. Show. <laughs> there's Global Kim and then there's Global Tech. And if you don't know which is which, I Who can't fuck with you. Was that supposed to be Bob Odenkirk? Why didn't they just get Bob Odenkirk? What year did this I, movie uh, come out? Was it? It was post Mr. Show. I think it was like 1993, five. No, it would have been later because um, yeah, we cause... were getting these big kids' meals toys. So we were uh, adult children. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We were adult children. Um, Yeah, so it doesn't. All that. 1998. 1998. Okay. Uh, One of the characters should come back. We'll have David Cross come back and he'll come out and he'll have like a long beard and he'll walk with a cane and he'll be very like wizardly, you know. He's a he's a wizard now. He's emerged <laughs> he's from his cave. <laughs> it's like if only we could find the original original developer. This is Alan, and he's like, "You rang." And like, <laughs> oh, and he, he walks out, and he's 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 ready. And then they um, should say, "Get that guy out of the way," and then yeah. Jay Moore's behind him. Yeah, <laughs> Jay Moore like still looks exactly the same. <laughs> oh, hey guys. Um, where were we? Yeah, so they figure it out. They get the pamphlet. They're like, they're gonna, they're gonna deactivate all of you if we don't stop. Um, we don't stop fucking around. Um, and Chip. So this is the situation too. Where we'll get where Chip is like, he's like, let's murder them. This is a like Magneto versus uh, Professor X. We're just ripping movies off. We already. Hang on. Oh, hold on. I have an idea. Okay. So instead of Chip Hazard coming to with the rest of them, I think that they okay. should realize that they have to fight and then realize they need him and then reactivate Ooh, him. So he's like a good guy in this. 
I I think so. Cause like he would have, um, he's going to wake up because the only reason they were programmed to destroy the Gorgonites. But I think if they wake him up, all the programming's fucked up. He is going Alan, to see them as soldiers. Alan changes his programming because he can do that. He's a works, he's a toy manufacturer man. So he they are like, we've we saved the head of Chip Hazard. You know, it rolled under the, you know, it well, I don't know if they showed his body or what happened to it, but we'll say that the head ex you know, the body exploded, the head rolled under the satellite. They took it with them, the head of Chip Hazard. And they're like, well, we're afraid to do anything with it, you know, um, because, you know, he was evil. He tried to kill us all. And Alan's like, let me let me add that, you know, let me see if I can tinker with it a bit. And uh, let me add that. Let me add that. He says that's a famous one. <laughs> Kids will have shirts that say let me add that after this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess we could have Alan tinker with it, but I think maybe they'll, they'll try to re- reason with it because why couldn't alan then just tinker with all of them to make them more right. aggressive um so we'll have him they just have the head so he can't hurt anyone you know they bring the head back to life oh and... so he's just like a wise head that like leads them exactly fun and it's like we'll we'll help they'll they'll have something they'll figure something out they'll be like you know if you do this for us we'll help you get a body or something you know they should um, have the 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 um Frankenstein one that has the slow voice. Mm-hmm. They should have like he should carry Chip's head around. That would be a nice dynamic between oh, yeah. him and Chip's like uh like um hoist my head up because you're already hoisted. <laughs> he goes, Oh fucking hell. I think that would be a fun uh okay, yeah. um second movie, like back and forth. That would be like the um parker posey and gail in in scream uh-huh. three deal exactly so there'll be a lot of head lifting fun, uh, fun, fun. yeah i enjoy that so yeah they'll they'll have back and forths and uh the head will head will uh lead them into battle it takes them a while they'll have to promise them something and that'll kind of be the the, the end sequence too because it'll be like you know well, they'll send Chip off somewhere. I don't know what he wants, but they'll send him off somewhere. Um, they'll send him somewhere uh, nice. <laughs> I don't know what he wants. <laughs> no one bothered to ask what Chip wants. We're just going to ship him off somewhere nice. <laughs> um. So yeah, they get uh they get uh, Chip Hazard uh bring him back. They teach him. They're like, okay, teach us how to teach us how to fight and then they they'll uh, infiltrate the uh the factory um here we've got a bunch of uh you know a bunch of these things being made but you know the good thing is they're not complete yet you know so they can take them pretty easily um oh that'll be a fun like uh fight too or it's like a bunch mm-hmm. of stupid robots that aren't fully made so they're like yeah. making a bunch of stupid mistakes like there will be a close-up of one that's like it's it looks like it's beating the crap out of someone and it'll zoom out and it'll be like on yeah. the other side of the room, like kicking we'll, on. We'll have this one situation where the most completed one is like Chip Hazard 2.0. So oh, Chip yes. Hazard has to outsmart 2.0 because Chip Hazard 2.0 is so much stronger. Um, yes. So that's the whole kind of the the big sequence at the end is is somehow Chip Chip 
we'll have to figure out how to to beat this uh this thing um you know using his his uh his technology it'll it'll have it'll tie back to the hat <laughs> oh that's fucking fun that's good yeah that's good oh oh my god he should be so upset when his hat comes off like <laughs> oh my god it should happen once like you see like you know how like you they figure out his weakness so like it'll Mm -hmm. be like a short hat loss but they'll see it in his eyes that it's very upsetting that his hat has been like uh taken off of his head and then they're like this is his weakness atlin and then chip is like i know what to do (laughs) they take his hat No, it's gonna be, be. It's gonna be more serious. Last sequence of it's like this big showdown. And he's just like yoink, and he just pulls the head off his head. And he's like, no, give it back, no, give it back, give it back. Give it no, back. that should be the fake out ending though. Well, where it'll be like he takes off his hat and the guy like melts down, and he's like, what the fuck? And he goes, you think I fucking care about that uh, hat? Yeah, that'll be the yeah, that'll be the fake out. And then they're just kind of like, oh. but then Chip will put on the hat and he'll get upset again. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have a bunch of goofy stuff because it's a it's a sequel. Yeah, exactly. This one's got to be big and weird for sure. Joe yeah. Dante's trying to prove that we don't need it, so he's making it fucking crazy. Yeah, he's like, this is what you wanted. This is what you fucking wanted. Like, fuck you. Here's your <laughs> shitty movie. <laughs> he like does a little laugh and he's like, you think? And then he's like, but you can't fucking wear it. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I think Gremlins 2 is allowed three fucks. Four is fucks. Is that right? I don't know. Gremlins 2 had three fucks in it? No. You're talking about Small Soldiers 2. Oh, did I say Gremlins? Sorry. Yeah. Small Soldiers 2 is allowed three to four fucks. And it's all at once. It's all it was. It's all in that moment. Yeah, you think I fucking Give me care? My my fucking hat. Hat. You fuck can't hat. fucking wear it. Gets his gun out. <laughs> what if he kills Chip? You know, because <sighs> we're it's going to be difficult to figure out what to do with him because he's still evil. You know. Okay. 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 So in the showdown, the hat situation happens. So, uh, like you said earlier, the big difference between Chip Hazard old and Chip Hazard new is he has a bigger head and the hat does not fit old Chip Hazard, right? hmm So, Chip Hazard in this mini uh, meltdown showdown, fake-out showdown, does get killed by... Je- so, he says, you think I fucking care? And then he kills Chip Hazard. But, Paul... Who has a huge fucking head? The Frankenstein Gorgonite. And yeah. he puts that shit on his head. And him and Chip Hazard have been bonding this whole movie. So okay. he has an attachment to Chip and he is ready to avenge this death because he's fucking pissed and now he has the hat. <laughs> I just, okay, what about this? So <laughs> I like where you're going. Um, so we have the Frankenstein monster, right? Okay. Turning the head around, and they have the whole hat showdown, and they take his hat and they put it on. He's like, "What are you gonna do now?" And he's like, he does the fake, like, "Oh, what was me?" And he's like, he's like, "You think I fucking care about the hat?" And they've like stretched the hat out because the old head is bigger, 
So they had to stretch the hat out so it doesn't fit his head anymore. So what does he do? He takes off his old head and shoves uh, the old Chip Hazard head on his body. He's like, you think you can fucking beat me? Takes the head. And then he's laughing. He's like, I could never be beat. He's got his hat on. But then what happens? We hear a, like a little voice that says, like, um, incompatible uh, technology because <gasps> it's the old chip on the new body. And it's like, oh, no. And then it's like he's like short circuiting. And, he, and then he's like frantically he's, trying to get the head back off. Yes. 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 And then Frankenstein's like, this one's for Chip. And then, like, right before he explodes, he punches a, he punches him in. And then the old, the the new Chip goes flying into some, like, reactor. <laughs> some, like, oh, my God. You know, something that, like, is is creating all the toys. He he goes in there, explodes, explodes the core <laughs> of the factory, Star Wars <laughs> style. And it just, like, all, all, the, all the, the new toy short circuit because they were all running off of that system and they all fall down and then you're just left with these old old toys oh this is a fantastic movie i'm sad that it doesn't exist well take fucking joe dante on the phone attention joe dante for the second fucking time would you pay attention to us (laughs) it's all we want put his photo (laughs) on there again I will. I'm just going to, all of our episodes from now on are just going to be Joe Dante in different areas. <laughs> Every time we get an LA listen, I'm like, there he is. He's there. He's there. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> He's so scared. He's been doing CrossFit every day, but then he heard about my IT guy is still not scared of me. And then he's like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, this is good. Uh, this, uh, you know, we've written a lot of quality movies. That that's a good movie. I think that we're good at going through the plot, starting off really shitty, and then ending up with a fucking fantastic movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like at the beginning of it, what is what is this? No, this yeah, is, and then yeah. At the end of it, fuck. You have to be willing to talk it out. You have yeah. to be willing to scratch the murders. You have to be willing to put a guy in the theater that stands up and says the laws you gotta yeah that happens in gremlins too we'll just put that in there that so... should be like the whole kogan stuff in exactly. gremlins too we'll it should just it... be a, a random oh who's a famous lawyer oh <laughs> like i know no no oh. not like a that not an actual lawyer but like a famous movie lawyer uh that guy like what should we do like the um, the the guy from um my cousin Vicky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just someone recognizable as a lawyer. What about Better Call Saul? Oh, you're if right. We should Bob probably Odenkirk. be more modern. <laughs> yeah, that would get Bob Odenkirk back into it. Yeah, which he never was before. But no, but there. I mean, but because David Cross was in the other right. one, and that would get, yeah. Yeah, it'll be. Oh, yeah. that's fun. I didn't think about it. Yeah, that's probably the most famous lawyer right now, right? TV it lawyer. It has to be. Yeah. I think so. It I mean, not everybody is as in love with Drop Dead Diva as I am, so I'm willing to take some. Um, you don't yeah. even know what that show is, so you don't know what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> I should have said crazy ex-girlfriend. Um, yeah, you should have. <laughs> so, Drop Dead Diva is about um, a model that gets hit by a car and then her soul goes into like an overweight uh, lawyer's body. And then she's a model that has all of the knowledge that that woman had in her body. And then she is like, I'm Deb. And it's a great, it's a great show. It's a show? Anyway, it's a show. Yeah. It was on okay. Lifetime. Um, <laughs> this is movie is fantastic is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So Better Call Saul will be like, oh, that's fine. Anytime people are like, wait a minute. That's not how that works. It'll, it'll just be once. That's a good call because he'll be instantly recognizable as as like uh, I've never seen Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad, but I'm pretty sure that he would be instantly recognized as a lawyer. Right? You know what? I haven't either. So but we all know <laughs> that he is a lawyer. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> so obviously. <laughs> He would be instantly recognizable. Um. So anyway, I think we did good. Um. Is there anything we want to do to wrap up? Kirsten Dunst will come back and say, "You <laughs> saved me." We didn't put Kirsten Dunst in there at all. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I that okay after credit scene. Mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst is with her husband Jesse Jesse Plemons. And they're just sitting there and like Alan comes in and he's like, I I did it again, babe. I saved him. And she's like, would you get the fuck out of our house, Alan? I, you killed too many people and I don't love you anymore. <laughs> That's the final line of the movie. And then she just shuts the door on Alan. And then Alan and you just, just like, see him get his gun away. out. <laughs> he says, soon enough. <laughs> just give me a two-day lead, bitch. <laughs> uh, he's right. That's the law. That's the law. They don't catch you in two days. You basically didn't do shit. You didn't do fucking shit. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we really <laughs> did it. <laughs> I think we really pulled this one out. And Attention, Joe Dante. I'm really proud of us. I'm really proud of uh, every everybody involved in the production of this podcast. <laughs> Do you think he has audio Google alerts turned on for every time we say attention, Joe Dante? Yes, I do. I think that's he has that for sure. I do believe he is the one listener. I, I enjoy that he listens by himself. He doesn't share it with anyone because there's only one LA listener. Um, <laughs> and it's definitely Joe Dante. And but he doesn't like he doesn't say, say like, "Hey, listen to this show, friends." He does it by of himself. Of course not, because he doesn't want people taking his ideas. Right. Because he's gonna pass them off as his own. We're mm. on to we're on to you, bitch. We're on to you. We know, and we're going to watch another Joe Dante movie. Uh, what are the other Joe Dante? I'm going to look it up <laughs> real quick while we're here. 
Because okay. I think the only ones that come to mind are Gremlins, Gremlins 2, and Small Soldiers. He did some, yeah, he did some uh, pretty good, like, B-movie stuff, I think, prior. Okay, Gremlins, Gremlins 2, The Howl, the Howling. Oh, he did Piranha. Oh, The Burbs. With uh, Tom Hanks. Okay. Should that be what we watch next? Yeah, let's write The Burbs 2 after this. Okay. I'll have to rewatch that. I don't think I've seen the Burbs since we were kids. I don't recognize anything else. But yeah, there's a lot of B movies. Beverly Hills Cops three. Third one. Get it, Joe Dante. Get that three money. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I recognize. But uh, the Burbs too. Let's do the but, Burbs too. Right, we're gonna write the Burbs too next. Hopefully, it doesn't end yeah. in a way that makes it impossible to. To write a second one. But we're going to do it. It's going to have Tom Hanks in it. No matter um, what, Paul, we're going to start shitty. We're going to build a diamond. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's correct. That was something that should have a metaphor in it, but didn't. <laughs> Great example. Great example for the class. That's, that's something that should have had a metaphor, but it did. <laughs> it's just something I said. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else? Uh, what should the closing credit song be? As, as <laughs> Alan walks with his gun down the road. Oh, okay. That's a good. Oh, that's fun. We've we've never tried to put music in before. We should have thought about this. I know. Because, yeah, the big the big song in, in Small Soldiers is the war. war. Good God, it, y'all. It's got to be should... kind of a throwback. We'll do yeah. a throwback to the 90s. Okay, um, so it's a 90s ending song. Um, so What kind of musical groups do you think we're looking for? We want, like, hard rock? Um, I, I mean, for the end credits? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we're we're having okay, this is supposed to be Alan walking away with his gun, thinking about coming back and killing Christy and Jesse Plemons in cold blood, trying so to figure out the two day situation. <laughs> um as he's walking away, I don't think it should be hardcore. I think we should have another hardcore song in the in the um I just climax of the movie. Closing time did come out in nineteen ninety eight. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> To have is like the end of it. Should it be a hardcore version of Closing Time? Yes. <laughs> Closing Time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey and be so bad. Nobody wants Time. <laughs> this one won't be open till your mother. <laughs> That's fucking good. We should record it without learning the words <laughs> first. <laughs> I know most of them. Clearly. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. That's good. That's really <laughs> good. That's really good. <laughs> take us home! That's good. It's good stuff. 
<laughs> All right. I think from here, I'm just going to fade out with uh, closing time. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye, everyone. I know.